Vegas Nation, sponsored by Station Casino's STN Sports. Download the app and get a bonus up to $100 when you sign up. It's time for another Vegas Nation podcast. You're listening to the Raiders postgame edition. Welcome, everybody, to the Vegas Nation postgame edition. It's your host here, Heidi Fang. I'm joined with our Review Journal sports columnist and sports writer, Sam Gordon, here today. Uh, It's time to talk about the Raiders' crazy and wild finish, something that we should be actually speechless about, Sam, a 30-24 victory here at Allegiant. That was me being speechless for a second. <laughs> um, I was staring at you like, do you have words, Samuel? I do not. I still, I, I still don't have the words. Look, Heidi, um, an unbelievable end to a game, something we've never seen before, uh, something I've never seen before, just the way everything kind of finished and all the particulars that had to happen on that last play in order for Chandler Jones, right, to return that, I guess, pitch for a touchdown. I was talking to our colleague Adam Hill, and he pointed out a number of those things. One, Chandler Jones missed a tackle on Ramondre Stevenson. He makes that tackle. The game's over. Um, And then, two, he got up to try and pursue, and he was blocked uh, immediately by Patriot Simon. So that's why he was in position to make the play. Uh, Of course, yeah, it's still just really hard to try and find the words to describe what happened. But obviously, the sequence of the sequence of events went on as it did, and, and lo and behold, um, if you're the Raiders, you're not apologizing for any kind of victory right now. You're actually celebrating because they are still alive in the playoff chase. That, despite the loss last week, Heidi, to the Los Angeles Rams. That, despite. Uh, all the other double-digit losses uh, or uh, leads that they've yep. blown, including, I, I mean, they blew another one today. I mean, yep. they, they were dead in the water um, today or it certainly looked at, like that uh, at times. No kind of offense whatsoever uh, against a really good Patriots um, unit. But you get the nine-play, 81-yard drive that, that Keelan Cole caps with a uh, pretty incredible touchdown catch. And then you have the final Patriots possession. So a lot there um, to digest, a lot there um, to, to sit on. And it keeps, again, it keeps the Raiders – alive in the playoff picture. That's all that matters for them at this particular point of the season. For me, I'm wondering, why do you pitch it backwards? Both Ramon J. Stevenson went backwards and then Jacoby Myers backwards behind you, making it actually a fumble you know, recovery because of the way the ball had been thrown. It wasn't like thrown by quarterback, so technically it's ruled as a fumble recovery to the touchdown. But it's pretty interesting that they would do that on that kind of a play where if Ramon J. actually goes down, it just goes to OT. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's situational football, right? And just situational execution. Um, the Patriots didn't do that. They didn't do a good job of that. I mean, period. There's nothing else to say. And, you know, in, in seeing some of the postgame stuff, of course, like you were down with hanging out with Raiders, Raiders postgame, but seeing some of the postgame Patriots comments, Jacoby Myers totally accountable for his mistake, knew it was a mistake, owned it um, and whatnot. And, and, and just a really um, just kind of incomprehensible uh, decision that he made. So you feel for him. It's not a way that you want to lose a football game. It's something we've never seen before. But again, situationally, I mean, what are you hoping for with three seconds left? I mean, right. what are you really trying to do? I was surprised, Heidi, that they didn't dial up a Hail Mary in that situation. And what was the ball at the 40? Maybe Mac Jones. Maybe they, they weren't confident. In I that wouldn't have been confident but, in but Mac Jones. What are you what are you going to gain by giving the ball to remind, like what good is going to happen unless he it's he's not breaking off a 70 yard touchdown the Raiders aren't they had everybody camped back that's not going to happen so it, it was just kind of befuddling the whole situation the way the Patriots chose to execute that um, down the stretch I thought they had ample opportunities to put this game out, out of reach Heidi I mean even in the possession before 
Uh, the Raiders score the go-ahead touchdown. I mean, three, three. I mean, three and out. Absolutely nothing there. Their offense totally lifeless, uh, and the Raiders were able to take advantage when they absolutely had to. So to answer your question, it was a, it was befuddling. It was stupefying. Um, why the Patriots chose to handle that final play, that final series, the way that they did, but it worked out for the Raiders. It really did. And I mean, geez, with the with the season that they've had. Um, that was the most explosive on fire I've seen Allegiant Stadium at any point this year and probably in the two years that we've been covering this team here with fans, just how improbable this ending was and, and how how everything kind of fell into place for the Raiders to, again, improve to 6-8. and eight. At which time now I'd like to hear from Chandler Jones discussing that improbable win and the post-game speech that he had in the locker room. Well, we were in like a, in a desperado situation where we know that there was zero, clocks, well, zero time left in the clock and uh, I think I saw Jacoby... Uh, kind of spotting up to throw it back. And, uh, you know, I was just trying to look for the nearest guy, and, and Mac Jones was right there. And uh, I kind of just went up there and got it and worked the tackle and scored. Amazing. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> you ever been involved in a game that ended as wild as that ended? No. On any level? No, 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 I've never. And that, that was a game, it was a tough game. And we know we were going to have to play well, more than 60 minutes to, to beat this team. And like I said, this is a huge a win for our team for sure. As soon as you catch it, you see that better. Are you thinking touchdown or what's going on? Well, when I caught it, at first I was thinking, who's around me? And I felt myself stumble a little bit after the stiff arm. And then I was thinking, who do I pitch it to? Because I was just trying to, you know, keep the ball alive. And so when I stayed up, I just turned the Jets on and the rest was history. I would have pitched it. What did it feel like for you, though, to finish the game off like that in the home stadium and hear Raider Nation lose their mind? Uh, honestly, I was just trying to catch my breath. Uh, when I got in the end zone, I was kind of just standing there. All my teammates kind of was just pushing me in every different direction. I really couldn't breathe. Uh, I couldn't see much. And then I guess we have won the game. It was wild. You know, I haven't even thought that far. Um, but when you play against a former team, uh, you know, you never really want to speak about it, but you always have that in your mind. Like, you know, I, I got to get this team. So it does feel a little good that I, I'll, I'll do a little silent brag there. It felt good. Was, yeah. Was that part of your success for the whole day? I mean, even before the last play, it's like you're having a real good day. It's just some big pressures or something right I was just trying to make plays, honestly. Um, even if I, it, it wasn't for me to, to make that touchdown, I just feel like if I can do something to help us win. And, and obviously that was a, a big play, but uh, the pressures, Max, uh, those guys, everyone was just doing very well. And, and sometimes the stats may not show, but uh, that was a great team win. And then what's the celebration like? Looked like you were trapped up there against the... Uh, against the wall. There was no there was no room for a celebration. Uh, like I said, I was trying to catch my breath. I, I really couldn't breathe, but man, that was a that was a huge win. Thank you. What was, the, what was the chatter when they were replaying Keelan's touchdown? What was going through everybody's mind? We didn't know. Um, like I said, uh, they, they kept replaying the replay on the on the on the jumbotron, um, and there was no evidence to kind of overturn it. So we were happy about that. Of course. Sam, I saw you getting emotional on your way off. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely did get a little emotional. Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool that you caught that. Um, I teared up a little bit, but because. I just love football. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of the game. I love the sport. And uh, I think when I started to tear up, I think it had just hit me how big of the play I had made. And it didn't hit me yet. So I was like, you know what? Let me let me take this moment for myself a little bit and, and uh, drop a few tears. When was the last time you scored a touchdown? I think that was your first one in the NFL, right? No, no, that wasn't my first oh, okay. one. Um, back when I was on the Patriots, though, I got a blocked field goal, scoop score, touchdown. Um, but it's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. <laughs>
Kyle, anything else for him? Amazing. Great job. Very well spoken. Love this guy. Hero. Hero of the day, man. Vegas, get in on the sports betting action and get on the SCN Sports app. With 14 convenient sign-up locations across town at Station Casinos, Wildfire, and El Cortez, you're only a few minutes away from getting started no matter where you are in town. With a huge menu of betting options and points back on your bets, STN Sports is the strongest betting app out there. So sign up today for STN Sports and earn up to $100 on your first deposit. You may start noticing there are strange tall boys of beer in the bottled water section of your local stores. Well, it's not beer. It's actually mountain spring water from the Alps, and it's called Liquid Death. And it's available in still, sparkling, and three other flavors. Why is this water called Liquid Death? Well, basically, it'll brutally murder your thirst. And their infinitely recyclable tall boy cans are helping bring death to plastic bottles. They also donate 10% of the profits from every can sold to help kill plastic pollution. Aluminum is infinitely recyclable and can actually be profitable for recycling facilities. One day I was at work in the cafeteria and saw the Las Vegas Review Journal was carrying liquid death in the vending machine. So I sat drinking one at work while eating my tacos just to fake my coworkers out and make them think I was having an icy cold tall boy with lunch. Go get liquid death at your local Smith's, Walmart, Sprouts, or find a liquid death retailer near you with their store locator tool at liquiddeath.com slash Vegas Nation. That's liquiddeath.com slash Vegas Nation. Welcome back to the Vegas Nation post-game edition. It's Heidi Fang here, and I'm joined with Sam Gordon. Right now, I want to remind everybody to hit subscribe wherever you're listening. And also, we are brought to you by Station Casinos, STN Sports. Download the mobile app today. We're also presented to you on the Blue Wire Podcast Network with Liquid Death. All right, as we get into it, your Chandler Jones, by the way, one of the many players who I've seen with actual Liquid Death cans in his lockers. Seriously, he has them. They're the tall boys. Look for those in your local stores. Uh, but we have... This game here, wrapping up, like you said, there were a lot of things that just weren't working out for the Raiders, including blowing the lead. At halftime, the score was 17-3. to and, and Heidi, again, that is against, I mean, you saw this Patriots offense. It's not a good offensive team. No. Um, Anemic, well, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, yeah carry on. <laughs> That's just the word that I would use for it. Um, one of the things, you know, that was, again, looked like it was going to be an issue were the penalties. We have to address how many penalties there were in this game on both sides, but the Raiders more so with 13 uh, penalties in this game, which I believe I read correctly on the NFL Network meant that it was the most or tied for the most penalties in any team, single team, in the NFL this season. The Raiders did not play well, Heidi. No, they played a terrible game. New New England did too. I mean, this was not, I mean, I think cosmetically, right now, of course, there were lead changes. There were were interesting things that happened throughout the course of the game. But if we're talking about execution and level of play, it just wasn't a well-played game. I mean, as lifeless as the Raiders' offense was in the second half, the Patriots' offense was just as bad throughout the course of the game. Let's let's bring it back to the what was it, the first quarter where they have a, a, a first and goal um, or a, a, on the two-yard line. They go shotgun three straight plays, and then they can't execute the quarterback sneak because they false start. I mean, their offense has just been absolutely atrocious uh, with Matt Patricia calling the plays. He clearly... The New England Patriots miss Josh McDaniels and his and his offense, and clearly Mac Jones does too because he was inaccurate going down the field. There was very little for him in the short intermediate game. He he just he didn't play well. I mean I don't know how else there is to dress it up. I guess the Patriots. I mean I guess they didn't turn the ball over. That's one thing that they can hang their hat on until that final possession. That that qualifies as a turnover. But they were they were pretty bad offensively. I thought 
the Raiders in the second half they they had a little bit of had a little bit there in the first half uh, cashing in off that block punt and that long drive early on that that stalled out a little bit they were they were moving the ball uh, but in the second half absolutely nothing doing I think it was twenty three plays for thirty five yards up until that nine or thirty six yards something like that Heidi plus a pick six up until that nine play eighty one yard drive so up until the very end of the game when things got really exciting here at Legion Stadium, uh, it was it was a lot of bad football. I mean, it was a lot of puzzling, you know, poor execution, a lot of punts, a lot of unglamorous offense uh, that somehow still resulted in a 30-24 game. And that's what I wanted to get into here a little bit. Uh, in the, I believe, second quarter, Devontae was open on a first and goal. It might have been like first, you know, maybe 25 out. But at that point, Carr wasn't looking over towards Devontae when Devontae appeared to be open. They, for the most part throughout this game, didn't seem to have the normal connection or flow. Mm -hmm. There was also, I think, some confusion towards the end of the game in the fourth quarter on a route that appeared to be for Adams, but Waller interfered on it. You could see Derek Carr's reaction on the monitor was just a little infuriated uh, about that not going the way that they had wanted it to. So... Lots of things that didn't work out. Uh, it's really funny. I, I had written here as a note um, that, oh, this is, I'm sorry, this is not in regards to Chandler Jones. I had written Jones couldn't get anything going. That would be Mac. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> there's also. 13 the, of 31, Heidi. 13 yeah. of 31. For Mac Jones. For 112 yards, 3.6 yards Ouch. in attempt. So you're right. He did not get anything going. I remember last year, a lot of people had talked about Mac Jones as being the next big thing, and I was not on that boat. <laughs> I was not on that boat. I just thought that he was average at best, but that the scheme was made to fit him. Well, and that's, uh, to Josh McDaniel's credit last year in New England, he maximized what Mac Jones has, but there's just not an infrastructure mm-hmm. around him that's, that, that is going to put him consistently in positions to be successful. He has a couple good games this year, but very little doing. I thought, for the most part, Heidi, it was the ground game that that really kept the Patriots um, in this one offensively. And Unless once they Vegas really native. committed to it, yep. Not Cent- native, excuse me. Centennial yeah. High, right? Yeah. Centennial High School, Ramondre Stevenson, mm-hmm. 19 carries, 172 yards, and a touchdown. He was super effective. And so they, they ran the ball 32 times, 19 times with, with Stevenson, and they passed 31. It, it doesn't – that didn't make a ton of sense. They played, I think, right into what the Raiders um, were hoping that they would do uh, defensively given kind of the way that this, this, the, the, this game played out. I think every time Mac Jones dropped back to pass, if you're Patrick Graham, you're Josh McDaniels, you're pleased about that. And every time Ramondre Stevenson had the ball, you're a little uneasy about that given how effective he was in, 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 in tiring out um, the Raiders defense but look at the end of the day um, offensively right when the Raiders had to have a drive when they had to absolutely have a drive they were able to put together a nine play 81 yard drive that involved a fourth down conversion right to come back to Mac Hollins on the left sideline so they were really really good in two minute and um, little I get you know teams mixed up their coverages situationally you don't want to get let everything give everything over the top but everything that New England did in the second half defensively worked and then they completely abandoned it on, on the final drive and just let Raiders pass catchers catch passes so the Raiders are at their best um, I, I think when they go up tempo we've seen Derek Carr be successful up tempo before and that play to Keelan Cole uh, I mean look was it a catch was it not a catch I don't know the ref said it, it was, was and ultimately that, yeah. that matters but still that to be able to 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 execute in that situation it was a great throw it was an excellent catch I mean it, it is what it is Keelan Cole made a play 
on the ball and their offense when they absolutely needed to have it, 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 it came to life. So it's a credit to you know everybody involved. Credit to Josh McDaniels for 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 uh, putting Derek Carr in that position late and letting him do his thing because he has been at his best um, this season when, when he's been in, in two minute situations for sure. Yeah, one of the plays that I was scratching my head at towards the end of the game and have written a note on because I was like, what if this had really shot them in the foot? Do you know what play I'm talking about? Go ahead. The no, screen. Oh. The screen to Abdullah on third down, 17 to go. They throw a screen. Yeah, just. And I mean, they're down by one point at that point. And I was like, where's the aggression here? That was something I wanted to see more of. Yeah. Was the aggression in the offensive play calling and to try to really go for a third, seven. You paid Devontae Adams to come to this offense. You have Darren Waller back, who, by the way, was pretty effective in scoring a touchdown in the red zone when they needed him that in this game. So you have those types of weapons at your disposal to throw a screen to me just seemed a little bit not in that but just not really going for it too conservative yeah I mean it, and it's 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 part of why the Raiders have blown so many of these leads in the second half is it, it really seems like and I know Josh McDaniel said at the beginning of last week that the, the play calling in the second half has been pretty consistent but that was that's kind of the problem right there's just not enough um I, I guess aggression or just enough yards I guess to generate right I mean obviously he's not calling plays hoping that they fail and, 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 and hoping that they don't work out. But for whatever reason, when they have leads in the second half, other teams are able to adjust and, and, and kind of shut their offense down. And that happened again today. I, I know, uh, again, we talked about the nine-play, 81-yard drive. But you look at the penalties, Heidi, you look at blowing a two-score lead to the New England Patriots who do not have a good offense uh, and who, who couldn't move the ball at all, right, who could hardly move the ball at all, were punting seemingly just as much as the Raiders. It, 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 it's it, that can't happen. That can't happen, right? The the, the New England the New England Patriots, um, their execution late or lack thereof on that final drive really, I think, got the Raiders off the hook for. And maybe look, maybe they win in overtime. I don't want to dismiss that possibility, but you shouldn't have been in that situation to begin with. And, and again, at this stage stage of the season, you're going to take every win you can get, especially one like this. I mean, you're going to take that. The locker room, I think, Heidi was as excitable and, and 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 fun for the players as it, ha- as it has been at any point this season. So clearly, the players feel good. They deserve to feel good. They, they, they won this game, and, and and that's all that matters at this point in the season. But more often than not, we have seen this team make situational errors. We have seen them get conservative in the second half when they have big leagues. We have seen penalties in key spots and just a lack of execution in the second half. The Raiders, all those things came to fruition again today. They were just able to get out of it because of what happened on the final play. Yeah, a couple of things I wanted to get into. The offensive line being restructured. Yep. You saw uh, Alex Bars obviously not start this game. Then Hieronis Grosu comes in. Then Dylan Parham gets hurt. So then you had Jordan Meredith come in, um, who was, ha- I believe, signed to the practice squad earlier this week then activated for this game. So when you had those guys come in, how did you grade them? What did you think that they did uh, on the line today, giving Derek Carr enough time and all? Yeah, look, it's uh, this. They had to piece it together. There were some injuries. They had to make some adjustments even during the game. I think all things considered, yes, the New England Patriots had three sacks. Yes, they were able to kind of shut down the running game in the second half. But all things considered, um, I, I mean, look, they played well enough to win the game. It is what it is. When they had to put a drive together, that offensive line played its best football of the game um, and aided the Raiders in tying the game. So it, I definitely think it's something to monitor um, moving forward. Especially, look, again, we we. The Raiders won. They are still in playoff positioning, so we have we do have to talk about, regardless of what you and I think in terms of the feasibility of them doing it, I, I do not think it's going to happen. I've said that on countless occasions. 
Um, but since they still are in contention, it is something to watch moving forward because they got a couple tough defense. I mean, they go to Pittsburgh yep. on Saturday. That's going to be the, you know they're t- always stout defensively, and then San Francisco is the best defense in the NFL. So and they have the Chiefs in there. Are they going yeah. to be able to piece to get piece it together uh, again the next couple games to keep them to, to keep to stay afloat and give themselves a chance possibly in week eight, week eighteen? We'll see. But I thought for today on the fly, given the adjustments that they had to make, um, they held up okay overall, and, and it was a solid game. Um, again, considering the circumstances from that unit, and they played their best football on the last possession, on, on the Raiders' last offensive possession. That's what they needed to do, and they delivered uh, when they had to to give Derek Carr time to throw. All right, Sam, what did you put in print, and uh, what's going online today for Vegas Nation for you? Yeah, Heidi, I wrote all about that last drive, right? The last drive that we talked about where the offense did come to life and play its best football uh, of the game. So a um, little bit more details on how that kind of process came out. We talked to Keelan Cole afterwards, who was um, – uh, was awarded the game ball and and, and uh, was happy to make one of the biggest plays of the game and, and just kind of getting an understanding of what clicked on that last drive. So that is on VegasNation.com as well as the, the work of our great colleagues Adam Hill, Ed Graney, Vinny Bonsignor, yourself, Cassie Soto. Um, all things covered uh, from what is an unfor- I mean unforgettable ending, right? I mean, I feel like we're, we're piecing this podcast together because it's how do you comprehend or wrap your head yeah, around a I think game we're that trying. ends that way? I think way. we're trying. I had some notes. Yeah. Tried to put it in order. We did the best we can. So. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you think though? Oh, last thing. Yep. Hunter, Hunter Renfro, Darren Waller. What'd you see out of those two with their return? Yeah, I mean, again, against a really good defense um, and and limited use for both of them, right? But Hunter Renfro had a big third down conversion at one point. And and then Darren Waller, uh, of course, the touchdown up the seam, but on the game-tying drive, too, he had a 20-yard reception. So clearly, uh, the Raiders, they're 6-8, and but yeah, you you got – you wanted to have those guys out there on the field. You know what they're capable of, and I think uh, we saw a little bit of that today. So it'll be interesting. I'm curious to see how that offense is going to look and how they're going to continue to gel depending on how much they play and what that pitch count looks like uh, moving forward. But I, I do think for Raider fans, it has to feel good seeing those guys um, contribute, especially Darren Waller, right? Especially Darren Waller. He hasn't had the season that a lot of people thought he was going to have battling that hamstring injury, and he showed today uh, that even against a really good defense that, that went healthy and went right, he is still a problem at that tight end spot. A really tough matchup for anybody. There you have it. From Allegiant Stadium, Heidi Fang and Sam Gordon. Raiders final score here, 30-24 to once again. Catch up with everything in print and online at VegasNation.com and keep an ear out for all of our podcasts during the week. We have three here on the website three times a week Vegas Nation Uh, make sure to give Sam a follow up by Sam Gordon I'm at Heidi Fang for all of our Vegas Nation crew thank you everybody so much for listening Vegas get in on the sports betting action and get on the STN Sports app with 14 convenient sign-up locations across town at Station Casinos, Wildfire, and El Cortez, you're only a few minutes away from getting started no matter where you are in town. With a huge menu of betting options and points back on your bets, STN Sports is the strongest betting app out there. So sign up today for STN Sports and earn up to $100 on your first deposit.